Welcome to the GMS Podcast, brought to you by GMS Distribution. GMS specializes in temporary portable power distribution equipment for the restoration contractor. I am your host and owner of GMS, Jared Steer, and today I will be talking to my friends. There we go. There we go. We are recording, and I have on the phone Leanne from Phoenix Equipment. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me today. Absolutely. This is, uh, it's exciting for me to get you on the phone and talk to you. I've wanted to for a while. You have been on my list because you have been in the industry for a, for a while in quite a few different roles uh, on the manufacturing mm-hmm. side. And, you know, I am, I'm really excited to get to talk to you today. Oh, thank you. So if you would go ahead and introduce yourself to anybody who doesn't know who you are, uh, you know, maybe a little bit of background, who you are, what you do, and then uh, we can get into it. All right. So my name is Leanne Welsh and I work for Phoenix Restoration Equipment. Um, I'm in sales. I'm in national sales. So I handle um, selling across the whole United States. Um, A little bit about my background is when I was actually about 16, I started working for the family business, which was High Desert Products. Um, We had several patented formulas um, for carpet cleaning chemicals, and I just basically helped run the office. Kind of slowly went from customer service to running all the bookkeeping, uh, running all the sourcing and shipping, and then... About four years into that, we purchased Viking Equipment, which is an air mover manufacturing company. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we we started that um, with the first within the first year. Um, basically, it was it was my stepdad and I, and um, at first it was just the two of us, and then we kind of built that as a startup company. We knew nothing about the restoration market. So before, um, so before Viking, you were doing the desert products, but that was mainly carpet cleaning? Yeah, so we, uh, my family owned a, a company called High Desert Products um, prior to buying the, the Viking side of it. Okay. Yeah. So, so I that didn't, was more I, sold to like the janitorial market. We sold to like Jansan customers. Okay. And yeah, that's something I didn't know because I met you yeah. when you were at Viking. Yeah. So I so, kind of know you from then, but yeah, before Viking, yeah. I wasn't, that's really cool. Yeah. So that was 21 years ago that I started with the family business. And then, yeah. And then we, we bought Viking and we started that up and I kind of, I kind of went back and forth, you know, I wanted to do my own thing and get away from the family business. I kind of started my own, couple of my own little businesses and then just kept coming back. I always kind of stayed in the administrative role side of it and in the sourcing and purchasing and freight negotiation. And, and then on the side, I would do inside sales. When I had downtime, I would just do cold calls all day long. So you're just staying busy. Yeah. And that's how, like, like when I, so I guess this is kind of like my idea when I think, or someone's like, you know, Hey, do you know Leanne? I'm like, she's busy. Like she is <laughs> She works and if like, she's just, she's, uh-huh. you're, you're always doing something. You're always talking to someone, connecting to someone, getting information to someone. You're, you're always working. I am. Yeah. No, yeah. you're amazing. Yeah. Everybody, like everybody, <laughs> everybody loves you. You're great. Um, Aww, thanks. 
but you, but that started for you. I love to work. <laughs> I know. Yeah, you love to work. So but I you... also love our industry too. I worked in a few different industries. Okay. So so when I met you, gosh, what was that? Seven or eight years ago, something yeah. like that. Yeah. I was in the more of the sales side of things at that point, yes. not doing as much. Actually, you know, I was still doing a kind of running the whole thing and doing sales on the side. But probably a year after I met you or two, we sold the company to a company out based out of Texas. And they were a manufacturing facility that manufactured several different lines of products. Okay. When they hired me on, they had me kind of in their industry as well, doing both. I was product managing the Viking line. And then they had me in sales for the West Coast for their equipment. Now, and what were they making? So they manufactured completely different industry. They manufactured high-performance, low-profile fans for radiators, as well as other components for cars. So I got okay. to attend the SEMA show and work that and work in the car industry for a while with, you know, companies like Summit Racing. Okay. Yeah, all those four wheel parts and all those, all those car companies and distribution centers that sell car parts. So I would go in there and sell high performance fans for radiators and louvers for vehicles, for air conditioning systems it's a and completely stuff like that. Different industry. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's a, such a huge industry. Like you, I got to know my customers and stuff like that, but it was nothing like the restoration industry. This industry is so, so much different than any other industry I've worked in. That's really interesting. Yeah. This industry is fun. You know, people still, it's, it's, it's still a billion dollar industry. It's still huge, but at the same time, it feels small. Yes. Um, So you're able to connect with people and network with people and, you know, grow relationships easier, I think. And it's just more fun. I agree. I think it's a very, it's a, it's a tight group. I mean, it's, it's, it's a tight group, but I think it's also, Kind of, and we've and we've talked about this in other podcasts. It's like kind of the general like if you're a restoration contractor, you probably are an entrepreneur. You're probably started your own company. You've you've worked it from the ground up. You're you know down to earth. You like you kind of you kind of get it, and you're hardworking. And the only reason you're in this industry is because you want to help people. And it's like once you take that that kind of generalized personality. It's like that's what every kind of what every contractor, what every restoration company is built on is is kind of that little core. And it makes it very easy to to connect with people and relate to people and build relationships with people. That is very true. I, I agree with you on that. Because you you have a lot of these customer these contractors that come in and they're, you know, <clears throat> they're roofers or they're plumbers or they're general contractors and they, you know, flood restoration might just be like 10% of their business or, you know, sometimes right. it's 90%, just depends, but they're all different. Right. Yeah. And there's so many people, yeah, that they pick it up in so many different areas of their, of their customer service and what they offer in their companies. And no, it's, it's, it's very interesting, but it's, but I, I like it too, though, because you can, for me, and I know in starting out my company, like you can find, you can find them, you can find them, you can talk to them and you can, right. and they'll, and you know, and they'll, and they'll listen. So it's, it's, 
It's a good, yeah, it's a good group. Yeah. It's a good group to be a part of. Now, how long yeah. were you with the Texas group? How long were you doing the car stuff? Because it didn't. Two and a half years. Two and a half. <laughs> I did that. Yeah, I did that for two and a half years after we sold Viking. So just to, so just to recap, and I love this about your story that I didn't know. You had the high desert products uh, that you were involved with, family company, very small, and you're very involved going into Viking. Then you branch out. You do some things on your own, still in small business. Viking gets sold. You're part of that uh, kind of, say, takeover. What is an, an acquisition? You're, mm-hmm. You were part of that acquisition, spend a couple years there, and now with Phoenix Restoration Equipment, and back into the restoration, right? A hundred percent or, or does Phoenix have some other, do they have some other markets or they, I guess I'll let you answer that question. Does Phoenix have other markets that, that you're involved with other than restoration? So, so Phoenix is the restoration equipment branded. Um, it, it's the equipment brand for the restoration side. Okay. Um, Thermostore would be, which would be technically the company I work for has several brands underneath it phoenix being one of them so they're kind the of the parent side. company they're the parent company okay and then we have quest hydro we have santa fe and ultra air and santa fe ultra air that's more of the residential side of it okay uh, for like fi- fixed installs and then i so i work for phoenix which is the restoration side of it well i think it's i think it's amazing and i want to go back to it I think we kind of talked about this before. Like I've been involved in small business pretty much my whole life. Like I grew up, I grew up, my dad was an electrical contractor. He worked for his dad who was electrical contractor. I don't think anybody had more than two vans, maybe three vans at one time, you know, small business. Um, My mom's a a realtor and has her own real estate business. Uh, She's a broker. And then I, I kind of branch out into GMS and it's just me and Derek, you know, very, again, very small business. Uh, which is where you spent the first half of your career was in was in very small business. But then mm-hmm. through everything that you've been now, you're in very big business. What are maybe some of the things that <laughs> that you really that you really like about the small business, but then now some things that you really like about the big business also? Mm, that's a good question. I do like a challenge and to have the capability of learning every aspect of how businesses ran yeah. was really exciting. So that, that part of, of a family owned business. So being able I, to get hands on in any aspect hand, you wanted to hands on and be able to be able to do anything, you know, um, and having all of the knowledge of everything. I'm very much like, um, I'm a visual learner. Okay. And so having, being able to, you know, have that hands-on learning and be able to visualize everything and every aspect of the company was huge for me. It helped me completely understand my entire business to be able to find the holes, like, okay, where the, here's the holes. This is what we need to do to fix it. Things like that. When you don't have visibility of everything and somebody like your boss comes to you and says, what would you do in this situation? I'm very analytical. So I'm like, well, if I don't have all the pieces of the puzzle, I have a hard time answering that question. Um, But I will say the acquisition helped me prior to coming to Phoenix because I had two and a half years of having half my duties taken away from me to going to the company that acquired us, becoming just basically a product manager 
and no longer being in charge of the bookkeeping and the customer service and, you know, just everything um, and just focusing on products. Well, I'd have so, to imagine that Trump, that could have been a little bit of a relief too. And that you can just, it, and that you can just focus or is it, it was, you still want no, the whole it, picture though. It, it, it was a relief in some senses. Um, during the, the time period that I was, I was with the company that acquired Viking. Um, people would ask me like, okay, if you, if you could go anywhere, where would you, where would you want to go? And I would always say Phoenix. Yeah. And um, it was really interesting because at the time that I was just done, I didn't want to, I didn't want to do what I was doing anymore. Um, I got a phone call from Carrie. Yep. And it was seven o'clock in the morning. And he was like, Hey, just so you know, we're hiring. We haven't hired in years. Would you be interested? And I said, uh, yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> this is total crazy timing and I'm more than interested and ready. So put in my resume and within a week I was basically in Wisconsin interviewing for the job. And yeah, in the beginning they said, you know, would you want to do management? And I was like, no, no, I don't <laughs> <laughs> put me in sales. I was just so ready to not have so much responsibility. So, yeah, because that's so kind of the next question for me is, so you make this transition. So you have, I mean, you have knowledge and kind of a background in so many different areas, but you decided, I mean, now you're 100% sales. Yeah, no, I'm 100% sales. That was a transition mentally, you know, trying to go from, it did take me a while to go okay so i'm not responsible for all of this stuff yeah uh, and just kind of mentally get my head in in the sales zone solely you know 100 percent just sales yeah um that did take a little while mentally um but now i'm like nope i'm good <laughs> you know what? every now and then i miss i miss kind of like the analytical stuff and and doing spreadsheets and comparisons and things like that i do enjoy that for some weird reason okay. um but but i love sales what is it about sales that you love and now i'm like i'm asking you because i because i want to yeah. know i am yeah. not a salesperson like mm -hmm. i i if I, if I and i think probably a lot of people don't know this about me or or don't realize it because like even with the podcast like i'm doing stuff i'm still promoting i'm still putting myself out there um but like, but these, like the trade shows are, they're, they're uncomfortable for me. It's not, I should, I don't know if I should say uncomfortable. It's not natural. It's not, they're not, it's not natural for me. Now, now listen, I'll go in there and I love meeting with the customer and I love when they ask me questions and I can answer them and I can help them. But like, you'll never then hear me like, so do you want to buy two of them instead of just one? Like, I'm never, I'm never <laughs> like that salesperson. I'm just, I'm just. I just have some information. Like, I just want to help you. I just want to give you some yeah. knowledge, educate you on something, um, you know, and that's kind of where my niche has fallen in the restoration world is this electrical, you know, and power distribution. And, and that's, that's where I like to focus and educate and help, but like sales, I'm not, I'm just not. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but it, it, maybe I'm thinking about it. Maybe I'm just doing it wrong. I don't know, but no. it's just not, 
It's not natural no, for I me. I think the more, the more um, informational you are, and I think education and information is, is definitely key. I think between that and relationship, those are the two most important things. Yeah. I am not a hard seller. I, I, I'm not like, okay, so you want five of it. You're saying you want five, but let me sell you 10. That is not my personality. Okay. Um, yeah, that's not really my personality. I do. I do like to feel the person out. And if I, if I feel like I can say that, or if I feel like I can say, you know what, it would probably actually be better if you, if you went with 10 instead of five, because of this, then I would feel more comfortable with that. You will never see me be a hard sell person like that because I feel like you can ruin a relationship. I personally, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I personally don't like to be sold to like that. And actually I get kind of like, seriously, like just, just be real. You know, I understand you want to sell, but just be real with me. And you're actually going to lure me in quicker than, than trying to upsell me like five different things. So I am all about the upsell, but, but feeling that person out first. Like, and feeling like you can do that. Is it going to tick them off and, and turn them off to you? Or is it, are, you know, are they ready for that? You know? So you're doing, I think what I'm trying to, th- I'm trying to think, cause I don't know, even know if I described it right. Cause it's, I know the ups, the upsell thing. I mean, that was the, the, the example I used and yeah, I hate when people do that to me and I don't like to do that. I think you're great. I, I think, think people it's... love your personality. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> well, I think it's, I... You know, I'm, okay. I'm trying. I'm trying to. I'm trying to figure this out for myself, which I should. I I should do so that I can even myself grow. I think it's the like my personality is like if you need something, come get it. Right. If, if you don't need anything, then then you're not gonna. Then I don't. After. Then I don't need a. Con- like we're not having a conversation. Like I'm not. I'm not gonna follow up. <laughs> yeah. I'm not gonna call you next month and be like, so Got do you need that. one now? Okay. Do you need one okay. now? And then yeah. And yeah. I think that's part of well, that like relationship that building too is like, I just want to always be doing something. So like I'll answer my phone when it rings and I'm going to do everything I can to get you everything you want at that moment. But then I'm, but then like, that's, that's the extent of it for me. And now I'm moving on to the next one. Um, I don't know if that, I don't know if, if I'm making sense or not. I don't know. No. Yeah. I'm definitely a follow upper. I'm like, Okay, so you get it. Yes. Emailing, like, hey, I know we had that conversation last week. Where where do you think you stand today? And how's it going? How's business? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. No, I'm definitely, I love the follow up. One of the things, like, even in my house as a parent, I'm always like, follow through. The follow through is the most important (laughs) thing. And so, (laughs) so, like, this is the most important thing. employee too. I'm like, follow up. Let's follow up with that guy. Well, that's perfect because people absolutely need, like, I'm, I feel like I'm lacking in that area. I can tell you this, I'm not making this up. This was literally, when are we recording? We're recording it. It's 417. This was Uh at three o'clock today. So this was only just a little over an hour ago. Uh Um, It was right, right before we started talking, but this is, I don't know if this is going to, I'm like, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it because it happened. I don't know if it's good or bad, but we, I had a customer. They, they had some power boxes that weren't working. They wanted to, to send them in, see if I could fix them. Um, but then they didn't want to be out while they were getting fixed. So I sent them a brand new one. They got, they received that one. They sent me their old ones. By the time I got them, 
they, like they were just they were too old. They they were I think they were seven and eight years old. Like these things, they've been they've been used. The products only last so long, and in a product that lasts seven or eight years, I think that's like we're doing pretty good. So I'm happy with that. But you know, it's just like these things aren't worth these. They're not worth fixing. So I called the customer back. Was like, listen, like we can't we can't do anything with these. Let me know what you want to do. And they're like, okay. They called me today. That was a year ago. That was, <laughs> that, was, that was a year ago. The customer called me today, and she goes, hey, I don't know if you remember, but we sent some power boxes. And I knew exactly. I was like, I was like, oh, yeah. No, I remember that. Yeah. And she's like, well, you never called us back or followed up or anything, and, <laughs> and we, need, we need power boxes. We, we just landed a job, and we need them. And I was like, okay, cool. So what, and, and so we talked about it again. And, uh, you know, we talked about, we talked about it again. I can't fix those. So we're going to, they're buying new ones and I already took the order and they're shipping tomorrow and they're going to have them. And, but again, it's like, no, I, di- I didn't, I didn't follow up for a whole year, <laughs> but when you called and needed it, it's shipping tomorrow. <laughs> so I don't know if that's good or bad, but that's, that's me. That's so me. what you're telling me is you can maybe double your sales in a year. Is that what I'm telling you? <laughs> <laughs> so, so anyway, that's, yeah, that's what, that's what you get when you call Jared. Like he's going to, he's going to take care of whatever you need right now. But if you don't need anything, call him when you do, cause he'll never, he'll never call you to see if you need anything. That's hilarious. Oh, well, I'm glad That's you follow pretty, uh, up with people. I'm sure they appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> You're hilarious. So, yeah, you know. <laughs> well, at, so Phoenix, I I love I love Phoenix. I love well, I love everyone, but I love Phoenix. Um Carrie was a you you mentioned Carrie called you. He's always been there to help me anytime I had a question, needed anything. Very supportive. Love that guy. And love what those guys are doing up there. And everybody at Phoenix has always been so friendly, so helpful. Uh, if we're out at trade shows, inviting me out to dinner, they're just a group of really good people. And we have and we have some really good yeah. relationships with them. And I'm sure you oh, do no. now and, and have had. Um, but I always like, you know, the one, you guys are always coming out with new stuff, new products, new designs. And it's, and it's always exciting to run over to the booth at the trade show, just go to the Phoenix booth. Uh, you know, for me, even to see how the booth is constructed, one, and how, you know, you guys are doing your marketing materials. And I always think that's really cool. Um, but then, two, to see the that new equipment that's out. And right now, you guys have a lot of cool stuff out. Yes, we do. We are super excited. We have, about two years ago, we came out with a small, compact, extra-large dehumidifier. It is called the Drymax XL. Okay. And... It pulls 125 pints per day at AHAM. Um, it's actually, it's it's really cool. You know, it's got a couple modes. You can put it in large mode. It pulls 80 pints per day. You can put it in extra large mode, pulling 125. Wow. Um, yeah, it's got a lot of cool stuff. And then we launched an app called the Dry Link by Phoenix. That's D-R-Y-L-I-N-K. And basically this app, well, okay, so the unit's Bluetooth. It's got Bluetooth capabilities. The Dehu does. App, yeah. Yes. So it, okay. is, it is Bluetooth. It's a smart dehumidifier. So we came out with this app called the Dry Link by Phoenix. And in this app, they are able to create their company. They're able to invite their employees within to be within the company in the app. 
Oh, wow. The technicians are basically going to be able to walk onto the job. There's a, a section that says jobs. They're going to click on that. They can create their company within the app. I mean, sorry, their company, their jobs within the app, place their equipment, create their chambers. And basically it's going to produce a free drying log. The drying log is really cool. They're going to be able to send that to anybody via text, email, whatever, maybe keep their project manager up to date or the insurance company or whoever it is that wants to see that log They're on a daily basis or when the job is, is completed. But within this ecosystem of products, we're going to be launching a few components every other quarter or so. This month, we launched a, a device called the Dry Phone. Which is okay. a, which is basically an Android device that they're going to be able to leave behind on the job. Once they've created their job within their DryLink app, they can leave that behind on the job, leave their DryMax XLs, any non-smart equipment they can manually enter into the app for the okay. jobs, so that it's it's um, you're able to manually enter all the the readings, and basically they're going to be able to remote monitor with that left behind on the job, the dry phone. So they can be in their office or wherever they're at and they can click onto their app and remote monitor that job. Pull it um, up, they can look at, look at what's going on now and look at the whole log of what has happened. Yeah, they're gonna be able to get real-time data. So without that dry phone though, they'll still be able to walk onto the job and all of their smart equipment all of the information of the readings is going to ping to it basically is stored in the cloud okay. and it's going to ping to their their device so that is even if they don't really leave that cool. time, yeah so it's actually it's increasing accuracy of the readings and then it's sure. increasing the time spent to to retrieve those readings now what kind of information is it logging it's going to give you the information of the affected area of the, G the GPP by chamber, material readings, we're coming out, well, okay, I'll go into that in a second. Okay. Um, it'll get like on the, on the log, you'll be, you'll be able to view the affected area GPP by chamber, the GPP outside and the affected areas, and basically total areas affected. You're gonna be able to get the RH and GPP information. So is this uh, like this like the environmental readings? Like it's just basically yeah. like what's going on. Yeah. Okay, I got you. Mm -hmm. And then yeah. you said the smart devices and then non-smart devices. How many smart devices do you guys have? So we have so currently we have the DryLink app. So you can go into an app store, you can download that app for free. And then there is the DryMax XL. So that we launched about two years ago. That was a huge success, I think, more so than we even forecasted. Okay, and that was that compact dehue, right? And that's our that, that's our compact dehue. Okay, it's a uh, half the size of an upright dehumidifier. We are we we just launched this month the dry phone, which is that device that they're going to be able to leave behind and do remote monitoring. We have the AirMax BLE, and the BLE stands for Bluetooth enabled. Um, that unit we launched this month. And so what that is, is that it's our AirMax air mover with a Bluetooth beacon attached to it. That Bluetooth beacon has an accelerometer that is going to let you know if that unit's left on a job, it's running on a job, and you're off site, and you have that dry phone left behind, 
it's going to let you know on your app if your units have been turned off. So every air mover, well, and then aside from that, we came out with the dry tag as well. So the dry tag is a Bluetooth beacon that you can put on your non-smart equipment. So if you, you know, any air movers that you have that don't have a beacon already on it, you can install that. That's called the dry tag. And then we're also producing our air movers with dry tags on them, which is called the Airmax BLE. So okay. the dry tags can be, you know, placed on air scrubbers, air movers, of, you know, they can use the, the Bluetooth beacons for asset control, inventory management. They can also, like I said, use them on the job to let them send them notifications that their units have been turned off. Within the app, that beacon will notify them when they need to change the battery. So when the battery's running low, it'll tell them you need to change the battery, which is really cool. It's also going to let them know within the app how many hours that that air mover has been running. So that's, that's what we have currently. What we're coming out with is our DryMax unit, which is smaller than our DryMax XL. Our dry max is our 80 pints per day at AHAM large capacity dehumidifier. That is going to have a Bluetooth enabled control panel on it. And we're going to be producing that here in the next few months. I, I don't have a date on that yet. But then we also have the dry sense, which is our material. It's going to be, it's going to take the atmospheric and moisture material levels of materials. So they'll be able to put that in drywall, you know, wood floors, whatever the materials is that they're drying. Yeah. Um, yeah. We're going to be launching that here in the next, you know, I don't know, a few months. We'll see. Uh, I don't have a date on that, but that's kind of the future, future of dry link. And then we also have the dry tag RH, which is going to go on your non-smart dehumidifiers to give you the readings from the exhaust. This is amazing. This is so really yeah, cool. We're slowly coming out with different components of what we call the DryLink ecosystem. And we've got even other things that we're already working on. So that I can't really. So I'll have to be honest, while you were talking, I'm so like, I'm like, what I'm already on the website. I'm already looking at products right now awesome. as we're talking. And, I, and so I'm following along with what you were saying with like just clicking through and finding stuff <laughs> on the website. This is, awesome. this is really, really cool. Yeah. Really and cool. I mean, the, the really cool thing is, is like, especially with the dry phone and leaving that behind. And the cool thing is we're keeping everything pretty, pretty low in cost. So it's cost effective for the company. Okay. Like the, the phone itself is $199. The activation fee is $49. And then each year of data is $100. So it's just a hundred dollars a year per phone. That's um, that seems very reasonable, right? And so, with like I said, with them leaving that behind, they're able to remote monitor the job. They're able yeah. to they're able to set drying goals. So whatever their drying goals are, they'll get a notification like offsite that they 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 met that goal. They'll be able to keep track of lost equipment. Sometimes they are in an area where the job is too remote or they're not able to make it there in time and it's three hours away or whatever. Right. right. Well, now you have to go leaving, every day to check it. It's yes. I've heard by leaving that behind. They're able to, yeah, get those readings without losing a day of, of retrieving those, those readings. Yeah. Like right now with COVID-19, one of the biggest things is the inability to enter the premises. So 
homeowners not wanting people in their home, yeah. you know, on a daily basis or whatever, or multiple times a day, they'll be able to just walk onto the property. If they don't have the dry phone, they'll still be able to just walk onto the property and have the, the Bluetooth equipment ping to their phone. It'll, yeah. Yeah. Or leave behind the dry phone and you can remote monitor and it'll actually let you know what your like your um your operational status is of your dehumidifiers of like your drymax xls it'll tell you if they're dehumidifying if they're in defrost mode if there's an, a flood error um it'll actually notify you of any type of error if there is an error so it's it's really cool it's a it's a lot of information it's a lot now yeah it's being it is. transferred yeah it is oh i love it I love it. And all, so everything that you're talking about right now, I mean, the dry phone, it's out, it's out now. You can, where, where can people, if somebody wants, wants to know more or wants some of this equipment, where, where are they going? Where should they go to get it? So, um, basically just contact your local distributor if they don't. So we, we launched this this month and part of the the hard thing about this whole COVID-19 issue is that, you know, you know, we're usually all of us, you included, right? We're all, we're usually at the trade shows and we're launching our new products and people are able to see it and yes, um, we're able to present it and stuff. So our, our goal, I think this whole month has just been to, I think last week I reached out to 250 contractors. Okay. My, my goal is just to reach out to as many contractors as I can to let them know about the product. I had probably sat in, you know, I can't, I don't even know how many virtual meetings in the last <laughs> month, just doing training on this. all of us. Yeah. 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 So, so I'm open to do training on it. I'm open to walk people through it if they want to call me directly. Yeah. If they, if you know, I've with COVID-19, the distributors and the reps have been so busy selling PPE and chemicals and their phones sure. ringing off the hook that, you know, we've been kind of treading lightly just if they have the opportunity to go over all of this with us, we're open to do that, but some haven't been able to, they just, they're way too busy. So if the contractor wants to directly reach out to, to us or to them and go through us or whatever, we can do the training, no problem. And, and of course the cell goes through the distributor. Okay. Do you want me to leave your yeah. contact information in the show notes? Yeah, that'd be awesome. I'll do that. I'll put your contact there. So if anyone has any questions or wants any more information on all of the the Bluetooth and remote monitoring system that you guys offer, they'll be able just to be able to get a hold of you direct or, uh, like you said, reach out to some of the distributors and and they should definitely. be able to help as well. This yep, is definitely. this is we really actually cool. we actually ran a special this month that ends today. Uh, so. Eh. But um, we're going <laughs> to we'll let everyone else one. know what they miss. Go ahead. Okay. We're going to run another one. Um, <laughs> like this month was the buy four beacons, get one free. And the beacons individually are $49 a piece. Oh, okay. Um, which is a great, a great price, uh, price range as well. So we will definitely be running more specials here in the near, f- near future though. So keep an eye out for that. That is cool. Now, is there anything anything that you can talk about that you're working on right now that you know is coming up? So that would be the, the uh, dry sense that takes the moisture readings out of material. Okay. That's coming up, coming soon. The dry tag RH coming soon is the, looks like a little hygrometer 
and you place it um, at the exhaust of the dehumidifier, and then that makes it a smart unit. So okay. if they if they have, you know, a lot of these guys have hundreds of dehumidifiers or 50 or, you know, however many they have. Sure, they have some already, yeah. On yeah. Instead of buying all new dehumidifiers, they'll be able to just buy that dry tag RH. So. Very cool. And just kind of upgrade what they already have. Yeah, and, and it'll 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 basically talk with the whole dry link ecosystem that we got going on to talk to the app. That is so cool. That yeah. is awesome. I love it. Well, I think I want to I want to switch topics now. That was a lot of work. That was a lot of of information. <laughs> it was it was really good. But um, what what are you doing? I know you have I know you have a, a house full of kids. You're you're very family. But what are you doing to, I don't know, have fun, relax? Uh, we talked we talked just a little bit of a, ago about I I like to open a bottle of wine and put a puzzle together. It's probably something a lot of people don't know about me, but uh, that's that's kind of my my release. What are what are you doing? What am I doing? Or you just work all the time? Oh man, yeah, that's a. T- so that's so funny because I was just talking to a friend yesterday about that. And it's like, I get into work. I, I, I have to work on um, slowing down sometimes. Yeah. So we do love to watch movies as a family. So that, that's probably like the number one thing we do, like oh. in the evenings or whatever. The kids love to watch movies and, and so does my husband. So we'll watch movies. I love to cook and bake. Which okay. Has not not been my friend this month. I had to take a break from that in the last week because I was baking like three cakes a week. So <laughs> the kids are like, "Well, bake a pumpkin <laughs> bunk cake tonight," and then the next night it was bake a chocolate cake, and so I was like baking like crazy, and I had to put a stop to that. That sounds like a lot of bake. I don't bake, but that sounds <laughs> so. Three cakes a week is an enormous amount of baking. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Like it, yeah. So in the evenings, the kids were, you know, and then you have that, that guilt because they've, you've been working all day in your, your home office and your kids have been doing their zoom calls. And so I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll do whatever you want. <laughs> and then, you know, nine pounds later, you're like, okay, that's enough. That's enough cake. <laughs> no more baking cookies and, and cakes and fun cakes and all that fun stuff. But I, I actually, so that's what I personally, I love to bake and cook. Um, I love Joanna Gaines. Chip and Joanna is probably my favorite, favorite uh, couple in the world. Okay. Yeah. The, the, the house, so I, they get right there. They fix up houses. Fix her upper. Yeah. And she, has, she actually has a couple um, cookbooks out. And so oh. I have her, I have her cookbooks and I do a lot of cooking from her cookbooks. Okay. A lot. Yeah. So um, I actually got to go to Magnolia um, or to Waco last month and go walk around the silos and stuff, which was pretty cool. So yeah, what, what, that. Is, what is that? Well, I don't, um, you lost me. The si- Oh, you don't know what that is? I guess not. Maybe oh, I should, well, then, we may have to edit this out if it, if it's, if it makes <laughs> no, me sound too that. stupid. <laughs> no. Okay. So the silos. Um, okay. So, you know, the show fixer upper, Chip and Joanna. Yeah. They they have an amazing I don't know if you've you've got to get their book. Um I have to get their book. I'm in, I'm making think, a note right okay, now. So get maybe, their book. Okay. 
I I listened to the audio tape or all the audio version of it, which you made fun of me uh, for earlier. Um, so maybe you want to listen to it on Spotify. I'm sure they have it on there. I don't know. Um, but okay. Well, I want to clarify. I didn't make fun of you for listening <laughs> to an audio book. I I <laughs> pokes little fun that you. <laughs> have the cds for audio instead of listening to it on an app or streaming anyway anyway i know i know i have a co-worker that's all about apps and i keep telling him like i need to learn from you and one day i will i'm gonna learn from you too um okay. so, so yeah they they um they have a really cool story so if you you know of course you like startups and running a, your own business and all that kind of stuff they yes. have a really cool story she basically had a dream to to build these houses design these houses and he's of course the contractor yeah so it's like the perfect match and they just built this empire together and you know he's he's supported her every step of the way and she has all these dreams and they built they, make, they built they silo houses happen. huh well they make they they were doing like remodeling and reconstructing houses and stuff yeah. on that show fixer upper but then they do all kinds of she does all kinds of other things too she um like i said she came out with her second volume to her cookbooks just came out a couple weeks ago okay so she came out with two cookbooks they've come out with three or four books total she came out with a book that i just got about designing like designing houses and um, decor, like how to put certain things together and stuff. Okay. So they've come out with several books. She has she has a full line at Target called Hearth and Hand. So if you're into farmhouse design, you know she's got she's got stuff for. It's all home decor. She's got stuff for bathrooms, bedrooms, so living like, rooms. It's like kitchen. an empire. They're like really. She has an empire, and I she's like I admire her so much. Yeah. This it's really is cool. cool. Okay. Yeah. So you have but to check out their story and how they started. What's Super Magnolia, cool. Waco, and Silos? Okay. So Magnolia is her brand, basically. Okay. But they they have a whole block that they went in and, and uh, created a bakery for her. They built a bakery, and then they built – they just built – so my thing is coffee shops. I love co like small local coffee shops. Okay. So she, they just had their grand opening, I think a couple months ago. And I was, I was able to go visit it last month. It's called Magnolia Press and they have a coffee shop. And then in the center of all this, it's all surrounded these by these big silos. And in the center of this, they have a, you know, an area where kids can play and they have cornhole and all that kind of stuff and the white string of lights, you know, light, white lights and, you know, just cute, quaint area. But she's actually getting ready to build a furniture store as well in that same, in that same block. Like, I, mean, I don't know if they bought out the whole block or what, but they're slowly building different, different businesses. So this is, cool. this is kind of like your your trip oh yeah i love <laughs> home decor i love to bake <laughs> that's like that's my thing and then i love to hike <laughs> so. so that's okay so okay now i don't feel so bad about not knowing what you made you made us like like you don't know about this like, like how would, how would well, i know I guess about because a this? lot of people do <laughs> 
<laughs> you are cracking yeah. me up. Yeah, no, she's you get you got to check her story out. It's it's actually pretty impressive. It's pretty cool. But, I think, I think you we know, found the name of the podcast is you don't you didn't know about this. That's yeah. what I'm gonna call. That's gonna, I'm gonna call you the podcast that I'm. Oh, I'm cracking up. Okay. Well, hey, it's like the Spotify thing. I didn't know about these apps. You, and you're you're educating. I thought me, you were so. gonna tell me like a, it's like a history lesson or something. And instead, it was <laughs> Joanne's block of stores. Okay. <laughs> I'm, well, you know what's so funny is is we Carrie actually met me in Waco because we had to visit a, a contractor and do some training. And when we went, when we went and visited these contractors, I'm like, so does any of you know Chip and Joanna? <laughs> and they just look at me like, oh my gosh. Like, and Carrie's like, really, Leah? I'm like, no, really, I want to know. <laughs> Before we start talking about dry link, let's, let's yeah, get the... Exactly. <laughs> exactly how it went down. Carrie's like, really? I'm like, yeah, no, I just, I want to know. Like, does anyone know her? And they're like, no, we don't know her. And oh, they just all is... roll their eyes. <laughs> like, oh, okay, well, do it's kind you, of a small you town. know her? I mean, it's kind of a small town. I thought maybe someone would know her. Oh, like, oh yeah, you just had dinner with her last night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then uh, I said, well, you guys are contractors, right? <laughs> I'm like, so is Chip. <laughs> you guys have something. You guys have something in common with Chip. Yeah, like, how do you not know him? <laughs> You're cracking me up. That um, was pretty funny. Okay, so I'm so after this conversation, Chip, Joanne, amazing. I got to get their book, and mm-hmm. eventually, and eventually get to Waco for the Magnolia Silos. I got, I got yeah. it. I'm, I've got my, I took my notes. Uh, I yes. saved, I saved yes. a couple links on my Google. I'm good. Okay. Yes. Movies take the though. Wife, take the wife there and then you guys can go have Czech food or I don't know. You can go do other little sightseeing things. Cause Waco is like a day is a day trip. It's not really, you can't really do much more than that. <laughs> You're really selling it. <laughs> or go to Austin. There you go. <laughs> You're really selling it. <laughs> No, it, oh gosh! Once you read the story, you'll want to go. I promise. Okay, I, I will. I will. I will. I will read. I will read the story. Um, Good. <laughs> movies. Now, I, now I want to know what kind of movies. Like, what is? Is there a favorite family movie or a group of favorite family or an oh. annual? Like our house, Elf. Elf at Christmas is played fifty times oh. in Aww. three days. And but what? <laughs> what do you guys like? What's the movie everybody can kind of like, yeah, we'll watch that again. Okay. Well, there's a lot, but for Christmas, it's white Christmas. White Christmas. Um, that's like the staple in this house every year. White Christmas. Bing I don't Crosby. even know if I've seen that one. What? I know. I'm <laughs> Again. <laughs> again. I, I don't know about Magnolia Silas. <laughs> I don't know about white Christmas. <laughs> I'm just I'm just over here putting puzzles together. That's all I yeah, not doing. <laughs> That's hilarious. White um, okay. Okay, so we're going you're going to have to watch that. You yeah. Have to watch that next Christmas. Um it's a great movie. Uh I can I can literally um speak every line you in know that all movie. Of it. Yeah. Um yeah. No, but we I, we love movies. It, 
Give me, we give love, me like a top we five. Love animated. We love animated. Oh gosh, that's hard because I just I I can give you a top five in every genre, probably. Um, I mean, it's up to you how much time you have. We <laughs> we love them. We we love the minions. We love um, like yes. if you're gonna go animated, we love the minions. We love Finding Nemo. Dory is my favorite. Um, if you're gonna go like drama or like like how, sad movies, how old are your go. kids? Okay, so um, twelve is the youngest he just he turned 12 in january okay um my 15 year old just turned 15 this last week and then 18 and she lives in kansas right now well that's what i thought i thought your kids were a little older so i mean not (laughs) hey i love the minions too and that's (laughs) we still watch those kind of movies okay um now um i'm kind of like that mom that's like trying to shelter her kids um as much as i can and they're like you know they think i'm crazy um my kids think that i'm they say that i'm bev from um the goldbergs the, the Goldberg. yeah i love that show yeah <laughs> yeah you're bev so yeah apparently with, I'm your, bev. with your sweeties yeah <laughs> Exactly. And my son's like, oh my gosh, mom. I'm like, what? I, I'm like, having Don't a worry, time. honey. I'll go to prom with you. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So I told the kids, I said, this year we should dress up as the Goldbergs for, for Halloween. Oh, that would be but, that would be fun. Yeah, they love that show. I have a hard time because sometimes it's a little crass and I'm like, oh, I don't know. They're my babies. <laughs> Right. I was gonna say so. <laughs> animated animated movies. I love The Incredibles. That's my. Oh, that's that's probably one. one of my favorites. That's a good one. I'm trying to think, what else? What else we like? Superstar is one of my favorite like comedy. Superstar, The Wedding Singer. I yep. love Adam Sandler. <laughs> um, I did just watch Superstar with my kids. It was kind of like, ooh, but they think it's, they thought it was pretty funny. Um, well, I'm looking it up. I don't even know. I'm not you've sure. You've never what... seen it with I Molly, know. With I know. Molly Shannon? Mary Catherine Gallagher? Oh, yes, 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 yes. I've seen like... that was, it was a while ago, right? It was, it was, but that's one of my favorites. <laughs> it was 1999. <laughs> Can you tell I've been in animation world for the last 15 years? <laughs> I'm just kidding. We, I don't know how we went, how we got here, but you, you are, you're the best, Leanne. You're the best. Um, we just went to Super's nineteen ninety. So in case anybody, so in case anybody wants any movie recommendations, uh, Leanne and her family watch movies constantly and are and are and are recommending movies from nineteen ninety nine. In case, in case anyone missed that whole. Wait, hold on. Okay, if we're gonna fast forward to today, if you're talking about recent, <laughs> let's t- please, um, <laughs> please, please. <laughs> I like the Handmaid's Tale. I'm like stuck. I'm I'm hooked on that. Handmaid's uh, Tale. The Handmaid's Tale on Netflix. Or no, it's on it's on Amazon Prime. 
Um, so forgive me because I get Netflix and Amazon Prime mixed up. <laughs> so this is a sh- this is a this you is a show. You haven't watched that? Is it? Yeah. Are they? So I'm looking at them online. Are they? It is a riveting. Are they in red? They look like nuns, like evil nuns. Yeah, no, they're not. They're not evil. They just look like it. You you've never seen it? I haven't. I haven't seen this oh either. My God. I think so this I has been on my TV watched... though. I think my wife has watched this. Okay, I binge watched the entire thing like in a week because I don't have a lot of time to watch TV. So I binge watched that and then I have to like like I finished it last summer, I think. And then I had to wait an entire year for the next season to come out. So this is a show you're really into. So this is so we if we're gonna make a recommendation, Leanne's recommendation. It's kind of crazy. I would not watch it with children. Do not watch it with No. No children. Well now I just want to look and see what it's rated. Because I feel like your like your definition of children (laughs) would be like if your kids are twenty five and younger, they should not My kids are fifteen and (laughs) twelve. I still I think that Well, no, because there's a lot of sexual stuff on that. I don't okay. want to watch that with my boys. That's weird. It is. Right? It is. Yeah, it it is weird. I'm trying to think. There yeah. was. Well, now I, I'm going to get myself in trouble saying something that I watched with my kid. Um, <laughs> you better not have. It's like, um, it's like, oh. Okay, another one. Yeah. The Hunters with Al Pacino. Have you seen it on Netflix? No. Have... Is it Amazon Prime? I think it's Amazon Prime. One of those. So you got hands. I, I told you, made, I got them mixed up. When we have both, so I'll be able to figure it out. Hands made yeah. tale, and the hunters. The hunter. I haven't seen that either. I I don't watch a lot of television. Um, okay. I, I don't either. If I do, it's it's a binge thing, and I get yeah. it's in a day, and then I don't watch anything from you know a month or something. But um, the hunters, the handmaid's tale, and McMillian. Have you seen that? McMillian? That's Netflix. That's Netflix, I'm sure. I'm pretty sure. Yes. It is the story about um remember when uh McDonald's, McDonald's? did that become a millionaire or like yes, they, I they did. had the monopoly game and you had to collect all the pieces yes. off the fries and it yeah. So they had um the so all of the millionaire winners yeah was a fraud all of them super interesting i don't want to tell you everything you just have to watch it cuz it's it's interesting. you're like what yeah like i i read i i think it was i read maybe maybe this is it i don't remember it being a season though um like a documentary where somebody that worked there ended up getting like a brother-in-law of the winning piece or something Yes. Is that yeah, this show or is thing. that just like a story of this? Yeah, it's the same story. Okay. So there was, okay. Yeah, yeah. I remember, so there I was remember something about kind it. kind of on the, yeah, so at first the FBI thought, you know, is it maybe somebody within the corporation? Is it, you know, what is this? And what they ended up finding out was pretty trippy. It was like, wow, that's, that's a, uh, pretty crazy so there we go so watch watch mcmillions everyone yes that is a good i love investigative shows that's like one of my favorite things i went to school for criminal justice i thought i was going to become a detective but you know i saw dehumidifiers instead (laughs) (laughs) 
a lot more fun. So, so close. Well, yeah. Now you detect the air, humidity. Yeah. I probably said that wrong. Somebody's going to correct it, me on that. It pulls 125 pints per day. Pretty interesting stuff. <laughs> oh, this is awesome. Yeah. Leanne, you have been so much fun to talk to, and thank you for for giving us so much of your time to to yeah to, to chat with you, telling us all about the new Phoenix stuff. I I I had so much fun talking with you. I really appreciate. <laughs> I re- I really do though. I really appreciate you being willing to jump on the GMS podcast, talk with us. This is, and, that was my first podcast. And crack me up. It was it was amazing. You have to you're you are welcome back anytime. Oh, thank you. You're so good. We'll get more movie reviews from 1999. More reviews. <laughs> I could definitely give you those. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, this was but no, you 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 are so great for this industry. Everyone loves you. You work super hard and and I've heard nothing but great things about you from anyone who knows you. Um if you don't know Leanne and you don't know Phoenix uh and you want some information, please reach out to her. You will definitely help them and I can't like I just can't say thank you enough. I appreciate Aww, I appreciate you. you. I'm glad that we're friends. I'm happy to know you thank and you. you do so much for this industry and I know a lot of people appreciate that and and yeah, and I do too. So thank you. Thank you, Jarrett. Thank you for being on. We'll go ahead and wrap it up. Um yeah, I'm broadcasting right. from the from the, my apartment in Kirkland. You are you're in California. We're at in California. <laughs> I yep, I'm in Southern California. In and, the desert. And we are... In the high desert. <laughs> the high desert in California. Hey, uh-huh. that's that's it for us. Have a great day, everybody. Thank you. Thanks. Bye.